welcome to the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Priest. Thanks for tuning in today's show. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject of health and wellness, as well as alternative technologies to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Priest. Thanks for tuning in today. My guest today is Dr. Deborah Green. Deborah's a PhD from Ohio State University, where she taught full-time for four years in the Graduate School for Holistic Studies at John F. Kennedy University. She is a professional speaker, author, facilitator, and practitioner of energy medicine for 25 plus years. She is passionate about health and wellness, especially in the area of energy medicine. Welcome, Dr. Green. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, I understand we're uh, communicating today and you're in Panama and I'm in the state of Virginia. So we've got a little distance between us. Yes, but space and time are an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, so could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe what brought you to do what you do today? Yes, well, all my life, I have been sensitive to subtle energies. And when I was very young, I thought that everybody was seeing the world the same way that I was. I thought everybody was experiencing reality the same way I was. And it took quite a few years for me to realize that that wasn't the case. And then when I realized that I was experiencing reality kind of differently than many people, then I spent the next years uh, believing that there was something wrong with me. <laughs> and, oh. and that it was only after that when I realized, okay, this is actually, you know, a gift in a way. And you know, I'm energy sensitive and and I should just embrace that. And and uh, and I've, in fact, uh, built a career out of it. So that's that's uh, that's, that's really a, a unique thought process that you've gone through. Um, you know, for our audience, I, I think a lot of times people don't realize that our body is made up of energy. They don't stop to think about it. You know, we're electrified. Just just if you logically stop and go. Uh, you know, the heart is pumping and it, and when, when our heart quits, what do they do? They put energy into our heart to try to restart it. So we need to understand as a, as a people that our body has energy and then we need to find ways to keep that energy functioning. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I mean, I would take that even further to say that energy is is absolutely primary and fundamental to our to our functioning on all levels and you know i mean an example of that is if you if you feel de-energized if you feel super fatigued you know droopy it's really difficult to function you know you don't want to move for one it's hard to think clearly you know it's 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 difficult to feel happy and 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 uplifted and joyful 
And you know, all aspects of our of our being are affected if our energy is extremely low. And and so, you know, when I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about that kind of energy, that sort of get up and go energy, right. that <clears throat> that feeling of vitality and everything that goes along with it. Well, that's that's really neat to to hear you put it in that uh, thought process. You know, I um I had shared with you. Um, before we started that I had a stroke uh, a couple of years back. And for the most part at that point in my life, I thought I was pretty healthy. I was running quite a bit uh, on a daily basis and or cycling 30, 40 miles a day. And um, so I thought I was in a pretty good place. So when I had the stroke, my question that I asked myself was, how does an apparently healthy guy who ran and cycled find himself in this place. And you came back uh, to me and said, I have a perspective in that area that I'd like to share with you. So I'd like for you to share that with our audience and let them hear that from you. Well, thank you. What a great question. I mean, one of the challenges is that most of us pay attention to our physicality like you were doing. You know, you eat the right food, you exercise, you know, and stay fit and, you know, hopefully paying attention to getting good sleep because those are the three things that we're told are, are you know, important to health. Or to put it another way, like if you, if you ask anybody, well, you know, where does energy come from? Well, energy comes from food. So you gotta pay attention to what you eat. And, and energy comes from exercise. So you have to exercise to, you know, keep your energy up. And, and you also have to get good sleep because energy comes from, you know, sleeping. And if we take each of those to their logical conclusion, I mean, if energy comes from food, then I should be able to eat and eat and eat and eat. And the more I eat, the more energy I gain, but it doesn't work that way. Work that way. And if energy comes from exercise, I should be able to just keep on exercising and gaining more energy, but it doesn't work that way either. And of course, the same with sleep. If energy comes from sleep, well, I should just keep sleeping all the time, right? But no, that does not bring energy. And that's because energy, I mean, those three things are important. I don't mean to downplay them at all, but energy does not come so much from food, sleep, or exercise. Energy comes from energy. Energy can either be created nor destroyed. Energy comes from energy. And so it's energy itself that, that brings us energy. And if we traverse the planet right now, looking at approaches to health and healing, we'll discover that every single approach to health and healing in existence that we know of recognizes the primacy and importance of human energy, except for one. And that one approach is conventional Western medicine, which mm -hmm. is pretty much what we have, right? So what are they missing? <laughs> They're missing a crucial fundamental aspect of human functioning. And my theory on that is that because Western medicine was developed largely through the study of cadavers, you know, dissection and mm -hmm. looking at all the organs and systems and all of that, well, when you're working with a cadaver, you're basically working with a dead body. So the energy has already left that body. 
And so that's how Western medicine perhaps missed this really vital, pardon my pun, component of, of our functioning. Whereas in other cultures, in their approaches to health and healing, they were studying living people. And so that thus the discovery that energy is primary, energy is fundamental. And I'm talking about human energy, which is different than nuclear power, solar power, or whatever, right? Human energy right. is a very distinct thing. And in other, in other cultures, they, they have specific names for human energy. You know, it's sometimes called chi or ki or prana, or, or in Hawaii, it's called mana. So the, one of the challenges of the English language is that we don't have a specific word for human energy. And it would be good if we did, because it, it, it's, a, it's a very unique thing. It is our power supply, but it, it's much more than that. Man, that is really interesting. And, and I like the word that you pulled out and you said pun, vital. You know, when we go to the doctor, they're always checking our vitals. <laughs> they're always checking those things, you know, whatever. Uh, but I, I never once remember ever going and having my energy vital checked. And, um, you know, when, and when we die, our soul leaves our body or our energy leaves our body, whatever we want to term it as. Um, and there is nothing there. So, you know, you're right on target. I think when you talk about, we study the cadaver as medical people, but, uh, and that's great to figure out where everything is, but, um, we're missing some key components. And, and I have really, uh, been so interested in, in this whole concept of energy outside of like solar and all those types of things, but the energy we possess and uh, sine waves and, 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 you know, being a former teacher of music, spent a lot of time around physics and how physics play into the sound waves and, and all that and make certain pitches, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's energy. You have to produce those sound waves, you know, whether it's a piano plucking, or a guitar or a wind instrument where you're making the sound through wind. So very, very unique. I, I'm it sure. Is, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, you, go right it's ahead. fantastic that that you have this background in music because because the thing about, about music, music is vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Music is frequency and you can't see vibration or frequency under a microscope right you can't see music under a microscope no. because it's not physical right you can see what produces it but you can't see the music itself and it's a beautiful metaphor for our for the way that we function because just as conventional western medicine excelled in in exploring and naming um, and identifying all of the aspects of our physicality in, in other cultures where they were studying energy, they have been extremely so sophisticated in identifying and naming all these different aspects of, of our energy systems. And, and you can't see them under a microscope because they're not physical. So it's a challenge and and it's also a beautiful thing and i think your music background makes you really adept at this well it it definitely helps and as i've been studying the more holistic approaches to uh health and wellness um i started realizing that back in my days when i would be in the band room there were certain 
vibrations, certain pitches that either soothed me or it bothered me. And, um, and that's when I started kind of learning that this sound wave, the frequencies, the vibrations had an impact on my body, me as a human being. And then you go further and you put the chordal sounds, the harmonics and all this in or out of tune and how those affect your body. So obviously energy from that perspective has an effect on us as human beings. I think Absolutely. that's why people love listening to music so much is it, it affects them. They just never really realize how it's affecting them, like what you were, you were talking about and the things that, that you've experienced. Um, yes, and I, if I can, can I interject sure. something? I'm sorry, oh, there's so please. much to talk about, Bob. Oh, I know, that's what <laughs> I love about this. <laughs> there, there are um, certain uh, clinics that have, that have developed uh, music that, that has been shown through research to have therapeutic effects. It's, and, and in Germany, there's a company that actually makes prescription music and, and you know, music for, for certain ailments and so forth. And, and in the US, the Monroe Institute has, has also produced some music that has been shown through research to, to affect us. So anyway, it's fascinating. I, you know, well, I believe in it so much that I, I have around my neck right now a device called a Rosona Health that is based on what you just said. It it uh, it basically looks like a little iPad or an iPod, old iPods. And the speaker was taken out and and the uh, coils were put in and they're all tuned to a certain frequencies. And it has an effect on certain aspects of our body. And Absolutely. it's been interesting because I, I had really bad brain fog yesterday and I put it on and it has a setting for brain fog. And within 30 minutes, that was lifted. And um, I'm, I'm sitting here going, because I just received this. Uh, the, the gentleman that invented this sent it to me. He was on my podcast last week. And uh, so you'll have to look at it from, go look at my other podcast. Be something that you might be interested in within your own research. Nice. Anyway, let's go, let's go back into what you do. And I'm sure, um, Dr. Green, that you have experienced some real challenges getting uh, folks out there to understand what this is that you really do and how it is so beneficial to us in a health way, in a wellness way. Uh, could you give us some ideas and maybe help educate our audience a little bit more on energy medicine from your perspective? Yes. And I mean, the challenge is that when we're talking about energy, human energy, as we've mentioned, I mean, you can't see it, you, you can't hear it. Um, many people can feel it, but it's 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 kind of invisible in a way. And it also hasn't had a lot of focus in terms of you know research historically, although that's changing now, which is really exciting. Um, you know, there are there are certain organizations that are devoting themselves to studying these these subtle energies and coming up with really fascinating and powerful results. But yes, when talking about energy, you know, people think, oh, it's woo woo, you know, and it kind of gets dismissed. And it's it's tragic, really, because. I mean, from the perspective of energy medicine and, and my perspective as an energy medicine 
practitioner and educator, energy is everything. I mean, it's 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 where the action is. And what happens, what happens on the physical level is just an outpicturing of what's going on on these subtle energy levels. And in energy medicine, we typically talk about these, these levels of our energies. We talk about them in terms of the the etheric body or some it's it's now in the research being referred to as the human biofield and the biofield interfaces with our physical body through the chakra system the meridian system and what's sometimes referred to as the nadi system nadis and so that sort of the the interface between the physical and these other energy layers is this biofield, um, which is being actively studied now. And then there's another you know aspect or dimension to us as well, and that is the emotional, which is sometimes in the ancient you know esoteric teachings referred to as the astral body or the astral plane. And that refers to what's going on with us emotionally. And then we have a mental aspect, a mental body. And then we have what you could call the spiritual, although I tend to use the word universal because sometimes when you talk about people having a spiritual aspect, it's easy to think in terms of religion, but these energies have nothing to do with religion. It's not something that you believe in or you don't. These energies simply exist and they comprise our energy makeup, our constitution. And we talk about them in terms of bodies because they are their energetic forms, you know, like a like a body um, that occupy these these different dimensions, these different octaves of vibratory frequency to speak more in musical terms. Um, does that make sense? It does make sense, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you. <laughs> well, you know, we, we in, our, in our culture, in our world, in Western world, we, we talk about energy all the time, but it's always energy we take out of our, our natural resources. And um, so that's all we ever hear. Um, but as I, after having my stroke, I really started focusing in on um, more of what my body's telling me and what I'm actually feeling in my body or not feeling that day and, and how I'm either energized or I'm not, and not from some external force like a pill or, or something like that, but just, you know, what's going on. And I really believe that there's a lot uh, from what you're educating about, there's a lot for us to learn and be, we need to be more open to the fact that this body we have is such one, it's a wonderfully made um, vessel. And we, me personally, or other people that are in you know, medical professions are still finding out new things about our bodies and, uh, and what's really making our body tick. And, 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 and your field of endeavors is another one of those areas that we need to spend more time educating ourselves on because if we want to live a good, healthy, wellness-type life, we need to look at all of it, the holistic approach of our body. 
not just absolutely pop, not just popping a pill take care of a pain or something of that nature but it what what all can i do with my body to help keep my body uh, a, a working vessel throughout the entire body and i i love the whole thought process that you're you're sharing with us um has there been any experiences um that where you have I know I'm sure for your own personal self, but have you actually seen anything with patients or clients or people you talk to and work with that you could share that would kind of give us an example of how how powerful this really is and how it can help people? Yes, I can. And I also just want to piggyback on what you were sharing because it's so important. The fact that you pay attention to your energy levels, that's huge right there. Because you know that's that's the key. You know how do you feel inside? And and you're absolutely correct in terms of this body is a wondrous thing, and it, it when it's left to its own devices, it has extraordinary healing power in and of itself. If we don't mess with it too much, and one of the problems or challenges with conventional Western medicine approaches is that they're only looking at the physical. And so a lot of treatments, you know, prescriptions and, and surgeries and whatever, they're, they're designed only for the physical to, to stop the symptom, but they don't really address what the problem is. And from the perspective of energy medicine, the problem is not physical, because again, the physical is just an out picturing of what's going on on these other levels. And so if you if you really want vibrant health, then you need to pay attention to what's going on on these other levels and it's you know paying attention to your your vitality levels is a huge piece of that but also paying attention to what's going on with you emotionally, right? Because because emotions are a distinct frequency band they're they're different than that that get up and go energy right i mean our our vitality level is impacted by our feelings and emotions but the feelings and emotions themselves are distinct right so you need to pay it to we and i'm talking you know, <laughs> all of us right. need to pay attention to what's going on with us not only in terms of our vitality level but also in terms of our feelings and emotions because they impact us tremendously we need to pay attention to our thoughts which is which is the mental aspect right like are you engaging in stinking thinking are you you know worrying all the time ruminating in a state of of you know duress or whatever so we have to pay attention to thoughts because from the perspective of energy medicine thoughts are our energies and and they they impact us a lot and so and then we also need to pay attention to our connection to the higher dimensions you know for for lack of a better term like am i do i feel connected with you know these these higher vibrational frequencies the universal the spiritual whatever word you want to use to describe that so you know those are the levels on which I work when, I, when I'm working with a person. 
And of course, people, people, clients come in with, with different issues, mm -hmm. you know, and in, in a way it doesn't really matter what the issue is, but when we, when we, I mean, one of the things I do in my practice is, is we investigate each of those dimensions and, and try to pinpoint um, glitches, so to speak, try to pinpoint distortions. And oftentimes those take the form of like limiting beliefs or emotional triggers, um, you know, patterned uh, dysfunctional behaviors, things like that, that are a little bit outside of our conscious awareness, right? Like we want to, we want to feel better. We want to make a change, but for some reason we're stuck, we're held back. So we have to dip into what's going on on those, you know, kind of subconscious mm -hmm. levels, because that's oftentimes where the distortions are. And then once those are identified and I'm after, you know, a couple of decades, really good at pinpointing those things. And, and then they're brought into the light of conscious awareness and and then you know transformation happens really easily that way and i mean we could we could have a whole separate you know conversation about consciousness because consciousness is also an energy frequency right and and but it has a lot of of very special properties to it and and i'll toss in another concept right now which is all along we've been talking about energy right energy human energy but in us in us humans energy is not discrete energy is not is is never separated from information so we have to understand energy and information together and you know the energy the energy is the power supply but the information is the is the code that tells the energy what to do and and when you work on that level of energy and information you can you can crack the code you can decode what is going on in a person's system and you can recode it and and that's that's how in my opinion healing happens true healing because it's it's as if you're you're rewriting that script. So it really doesn't matter if it's you know relationship issues, if it's money issues, if it's you know a physical thing, whatever. When we work behind the scenes at at the level of energy and information, then then change happens, and it happens quickly and easily. It does not have to take a long time. Um, and I, I'll just toss in that, that I, because, because this information piece is so important when we're talking about human energy, that it's laced with information. Um, I actually coined this word energy, I-N-E-R-G-Y, so that when we talk about human energy, it would be nice if we had a word for it in English. And I, I propose this word energy because it connotes this idea of energy plus information, I-N-E-R-G-Y, energy. And also this, the energy and information is, is accessible inside of us, right? And, and that's, that's where the action is, what's going on inside of you. So the, the fastest way out of a situation is in. Well, that's, that's just really interesting. 
you know, I, I was sitting here thinking while you were describing this, that this could be extremely beneficial in the mental health world. Absolutely. And it is. There's a whole uh, field of endeavor now called energy psychology. And, and, you know, this is where we're studying these things and developing methods that, that are designed to, to work in this way. And it's, it's very exciting. I can see why. I mean, that, you know, there's a lot of hurting people out here in our, in our world today. And, yes, and you uh, don't have to spend 10 years, you know, working on your mother issues and then another 10 years working on your father issues. And then 20 years later, you're able to have a life. Right. And, you know, you don't have to do that. And I mean, I'm, you know, conventional psychological therapy is has its place. I don't mean to put it down, but it's not for everyone. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are, they have enough, um, enough self-awareness and they have enough um, ego strength where, where they're ready to make more rapid change. And, and they have the inner resilience and the inner resources in order to do that. And, you know, just like conventional psychology or therapies isn't for everyone, energy psychology therapies are not for everyone either. You just got to find the good fit. But it's, it's wonderful that this field is, is uh, expanding. I, I, I find it very exciting. I'm sure you do. And I, I would agree with you. And, and I agree with your comment about one thing doesn't fit all. You know, we, we have to find a place that that really works for the best for us. But we also have to be educated to know there's other opportunities, too. And that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast is just get information out so people can have other options in their life, especially if something's not working. What is something that could possibly help me? Um, and bless you for doing that. It's a fabulous you. service that you're providing, Bob. Thank you. Um, I know you're an author. And and um, so are there any uh, works, any books, any articles, uh, places where people could go to learn more about uh, not only your work, but what maybe uh, you've learned over your research that you've put into documentation that you would like to share with us? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, I do have a book out. It's called Endless Energy, Endless Energy. The Essential Guide to Energy Health. And there's 21 pages of footnotes in this book. <laughs> you know, it's filled with a lot of references. So that's one resource. And then also, may I mention my website? Because I have please, a lot of do, resources. Yes. Yeah, my website is yourenergymatters.com. Yourenergymatters.com. And I have a lot of resources on, on my website as well. And, you know, there, there are organizations that are, uh, studying, as I mentioned earlier. So if you want to learn more about energy psychology, um, you can go to the ASAP website. It's the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology, and their website is um, energypsych.org, I believe. And there's also the Healing Touch um, Professional Association, and they have a lot of research on, on their um, website as well. So uh, those are a couple of, of good resources to get people started. Let's go back to your website because you mentioned earlier a different way of spelling energy. So I want to make sure that we don't get that confused. So spell your website for us. Okay. It's your energy matters. Y-O-U-R-E-N-E-R-G-Y 
M-A-T-T-E-R-S dot com. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, I use energy in, in the normal way <laughs> if, okay. with my website. <laughs> All right. So, you know, Dr. Green, as we kind of wrap up, and I know we could go for an hour or two, and I'm fascinated by this whole subject. Um, and hopefully we'll get you back on a podcast down the road and we can expand on on what you uh, do and your service. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I'd like to come back around and do that. Could you give our listeners a couple pieces of value that they could take home from today's episode? Well, I mean, we've, we've already touched on, in my opinion, the biggest one, and that is, as you said, pay attention to your energy inside you, right? And so if, if, you, if, you, feel, if you feel vitalized, if you feel that life force energy is at a relatively high level, then it doesn't, I mean, if, you, if you're experiencing symptoms like a cold or, or a flu or a whatever, you're not feeling well, if your vitality inside of you is pretty high, you could even put a number on it, you know, um, then it's it's best to let your let the energy do the work, right? So instead of taking something to suppress the symptoms, the runny nose, the scratchy throat, whatever, just allow your body to go through its normal healing process because it will. And, you know, on the converse, if you tune in and your energy level is really, really low, you're feeling, you know, fatigued, de-energized, droopy, well, then it's good to pay attention to what's going on on the emotional level. Are you are you upset about something? Is something kind of gnawing away at you? And if that's the case, then please address it. Uh, because, because, again, that's where the action is, right? And, and if emotionally you're feeling okay, then go to the next higher octave, so to speak. Um, we have a music theme going here, <laughs> which is the mental, okay? Like what's, what's going on inside your head in terms of your thought life? And, and if that's okay, then go to the next higher level and you know make, make a conscious connection with the divine. I'll just use that word. Bottom line is be in tune with yourself. Yes. Another musical term. <laughs> I love it. And and what's the second piece of value that you could share with us? Oh, my, my. Um, eat close to the earth. Like eat, eat you know, natural, uh, organic, and so forth. Um, I, I'm an advocate of what I call intuitive eating which is, I mean, if you have a craving or something, go for it because maybe your body needs that, you know, because your body will tell you if you open up lines, inner, if you open up lines of inner communication, your body will tell you what it needs and, and listen and respond. You know, uh, the answers are, are inside you mostly, not so much out there. I'm not saying to, you know, completely isolate yourself and not, not you know, do any research or looking into things. But, you know, the, the bottom line is you're the expert on your own body, mind, spirit system. And, and so, you know, use that, be, be aware of that. 
and and my other oh I don't know people are going to have a hard time with this one but I got to say it please be careful about wireless devices cell phones wi-fi smart anything smart watches um fitbits all of these things emit wireless radiation it is not good for the human biofield it is not good it, it disturbs mm. that energy so it's it's a it's a hard thing to say because you know many of us are so dependent on on these devices but we it's yeah it's it's a problem and, and please and I, pay attention to it yeah and i i'm glad you brought that up because i that's something that has been in my definitely been something i have focused on over the years i still wear things but you know when it comes to this i keep it away from me as far as i can I don't tend not to use it up here unless I absolutely have to. I'll put in some, some, or I'll put it on speaker if I'm in a place where I can do that and not interrupt somebody. Um, but yeah, I've I've done some research on that and study, and and it's an area where we're damaging ourselves, we're hurting ourselves in that capacity, and, and of course our world's becoming so electronically charged, supercharged, that it's kind of hard to to be away from it. Well, I tell you, uh, Dr. Green, but it's a bit, I'm sorry. I'm just, I keep interrupting you. I oh, do apologize. Fine. I just can't help it. <laughs> there, I, I do have information on my website about, about, you know, the, the um, wireless radiation issue. And there are ways that, that, that you can still use devices in a safer manner in, in, in a man, you don't have to throw away your cell phone, although it would be good if we all did, but it's not realistic. Um, so there are things that you can do to, to keep it safer and, and to protect your, your energy. And, you know, when a device is damaging your energy, it's, it's, that's your life force, right? And so all aspects are, are going to be affected. So, um, you know, please, please look into it either through my website or other resources. There's a lot of information out there now sure. about the dangers of wireless radiation. Thank you for your patience, Bob. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. This is, uh, this has been fascinating for me and folks, I would encourage you to, if you'd like to learn more about, um, energy medicine and energy and information and learn more about Dr. Green, please reach out to her website, yourenergymatters.com and just start looking into this thought process. You know, don't, don't just uh, look at it and go, oh, another one of those things. You know, take some time and educate yourself and find out that there's more to us than meets the eye and that our bodies are designed to, to heal themselves if we do the right things to help our body do what it's made to do. Um, I just been a fascinating conversation this morning and I appreciate you so much for coming on my show and sharing with us. And again, I, I, I really want to bring you back on down the road and let's have another conversation. Um, but thank you so much for being with us today. Um, to learn more about me and my mission to educate the public about integrative medicine and other alternative healing modalities, go to www.bobpriest.life, that's B-O-B-P-R-I-E-S-T dot L-I-F-E, 
And while there, read a blog or two and check out more episodes of the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we'll see you next week with a new opportunity. Good day. Thank you, Bob. Thank Thank you. you.